The Marijuana Solution would like to remind you to check out our sponsors after the podcast. We're going to have links to them in the description. Our sponsors are TrueLeave, Sunshine Cannabis, The Smart Collective, Minorities for Medical Marijuana, and We Are Rare. Don't forget to check out those links in the description. And if you haven't done so already, go ahead and subscribe. Leave us a review. We're Florida's first licensed medical cannabis dispensary with locations all throughout Florida, and we deliver all throughout Florida next day. We have the largest selection of products within the allowable delivery methods. Truly products are hand-grown in an environment that keeps it as natural as possible at every turn. We don't use pesticides and we lab test our products and those lab tests are published on our website. So you can be confident at the medication that you're putting into your body. Our favorite products are our vaporization lines, our True Pod, our True Clear is a patient favorite, and we also just recently launched True Flower for patients that want the full entourage effect. At Truly, we're really proud to offer the largest variety to patients, and we're really excited about the future and all of our patients that are helping us expand and grow and make our products even better. Visit our website at www.trueleave.com to find out where all of our dispensaries are located, shop online, learn more about our products, or find a doctor if you haven't gotten started in the medical cannabis process. Hello everyone, you're listening to The Marijuana Solution, and I'm your host, Robert Roundtree. This episode, we have a very special guest. We have on Chris Martinez. He is the president and co-founder of Ebio Labs Florida, and I had one of his colleagues, Cynthia Brewer, on the director of operations about a year ago, and a lot has changed, and I wanted to bring on Chris and introduce him to all of y'all that are listening to The Marijuana Solution. So you can find out a little bit more about what makes him tick and why he's so passionate about the cannabis industry and obviously bring you up to speed on where we're at right now in the third party testing part of the cannabis industry. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing fantastic, Robert. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you so much for providing me and the Marijuana Solution listeners some of your time. I know you're incredibly busy. There's a lot of things going on with the lab and just the industry in general, and it's exciting to be involved in this right now. Absolutely. There's no question. So, you know, I kind of do it with all of my guests that come on for the first time. Uh, could You know, a lot of my listeners are familiar with Ebio Labs and um, you, Chris Martinez, they might follow you on social media. Can you kind of give uh, our listeners the um, condensed version of, you know, who Chris Martinez is and what you're doing prior to this and why it was so important for you to get involved in the cannabis industry? Sure. So for the last 10 years, I was working in the orthopedic medical device arena um, where we ran a successful business in, you know, South Florida, uh, Broward County and Palm Beach County. Um, and that exposure working in an operating room at all hours of the day, I mean, we were essentially on call taking some of the worst trauma experiences that, you you know, you've heard of or seen on on TV and helping people, um, increase or or better the way that they were living their lives, um, post uh, a traumatic event. So all that exposure to being able to follow a patient through the trauma and seeing it, you know, come out on the other end where they had a better way of life and we improved their their way of life was, was something that's always stayed with me 
And that's kind of what transitioned me into the cannabis space, um, noticing that there was a void in the cannabis industry where, you know, everybody says, oh, well, the best for a patient with Crohn's is OG Kush and a patient with epilepsy, this might be the best strain for that patient. But um, coming to the realization that, you know, OG Kush in California and OG Kush in Colorado and in, in, in Florida are have three different chemical profiles. I feel that we were for some time there trying to educate people on strains and trying to provide strain best, uh, based medicine and coming to find out that the chemical profile in your DNA actually is what would help you create a more personalized type of medicine for yourself. So with that in mind, we started a company called MJ Buddy, which is a free tool that we use for patients to log um, different sessions. Um, and then we take the chemical profile of the products that they're medicating with, and we marry that with, you know, five, 6,000 users that are currently on the platform and then find out, hey, listen, we have 500 Crohn's patients that are medicating with these three different chemical profiles. So as opposed to shopping a product for a patient based on a strain name, they can actually use the chemical profiles of these products to then identify which strain or what availability within a dispensary would probably work best for them. So we realized the only way for us to get that chemical profile data was to get into the lab testing space mm -hmm. and not get into the space, but at a very high level with a lot of proficiency, a lot of accuracy, and um, pretty much credibility, right? So we wanted to create an environment where people can trust the results and the data that we put out there um, based on the medicines that were being provided in the state, and then identify patients who would actually benefit from a specific chemical profile as opposed to a strain. And we've been thus far very successful in doing both. Um, mm -hmm. We have two locations. Um, our, our Evio Labs in Fort Lauderdale and then our uh, location in Gainesville. Um, and we've invested a lot of money into both the lab and into MJ Buddy to pretty much provide a tool that had never been seen before in the industry. And again, with the ultimate goal of providing access and better um, data to patients to make better education or educated decisions on which products they should be medicating with. Awesome. That sounds like a really great platform to help uh, patients, doctors, and the dispensaries, just all, all around help. Absolutely. I mean, right now, I, I believe if you type in find a marijuana dispensary in Google, um, I, I believe we're the first or second option um, as far as MJ Buddy's concerned. Um, so we are constantly uploading new uh, white papers and clinical studies that are being done again, to try to mass all the information based on your ailment in one central location to provide that to patients and physicians and research institutes free of charge so that everybody has one central location to see all the latest information that's out there based on your strengths. You can filter any of those 10,000 research articles based on your ailment, which is really nice. 10,000 research articles? Holy crap. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and still... As you know, we fight the prohibitionists that claim there's no medical research. Correct. I mean, I, I from what I've noticed, there's, I believe, a, a dozen or so bills that have been presented to the House. And there's some, you know, I, I saw an article today on CBS News um, talking about the potential of um, legalization by the end of this year. 
So being that the House is now run by Democrats and there is a significant amount of Republicans on the Senate side who are using, um, you know, candidates as a platform either to get reelected and obviously uh, different governors are using this pro-cannabis platform to get elected in various states. And there's obviously a lot of traction in the medicinal and recreational side of, of this industry at the legislative level. Yeah, it's, um, you know, the legislative level, uh, that kind of will let me segue right into something that is very important on everyone's mind in Florida, and that is third-party testing and the rules. Can you um, kind of give people an overview of where we're at in that process? I get asked about that a lot on the Marijuana Solution, about uh, when third-party testing rules will be out, because there's only a couple cultivators that actually provide the results, which is mind-boggling to me. Of course. So, I mean, the DOH has um, submitted a draft rule. Um, as far as WO Labs is concerned, we're in favor of the rules that they've put out. I believe they're very comprehensive and arguably the most strict testing regulation in the country. Um, so we're 100% behind the Department of Health in that regard. Um, I believe the more comprehensive we are, the safer our patients are going to be. Um, we realize that not every MMTC in the state is testing their product, um, and, you know, we encourage them all to do so. We created an environment to make it extremely easy for them to test their products. Um, we provide QR codes on all our reporting um, so that they can provide that information back to their patients. And the reality is, is, you know, we've invested the money in technology and in instrumentation within these labs that we have in Florida to be able to provide results as soon as 48 hours. And most people or most people ask, you know, why the 48 hours? Realizing that in our industry, it could take sometimes up to three weeks to get results, whether you're a medical marijuana grower or a recreational grower or a CBD company, or, you know, the reality is, is the sooner we can get results back to our, uh, our clients, um, the sooner product is gonna be able to be available and access would never be, um, you know, declined based on a test result that took too long to come out. So we really pride ourselves on the on the 48 hour turnaround time for our customers. We provide rush samples. So in an instance, if a patient needs a particular product and it hasn't been tested, we can provide same day results in those instances. So our number one goal is obviously safety, the quality of our data, the integrity of the data um, that we provide to our customers, and also making sure that at no given time, our speed will hinder the access to cannabis products for any patient in the state of Florida. Yeah, that's important. Um, what are some of the, uh, you know, I was talking with you a little bit earlier about this, but there's like some specific uh, requirements, um, certifications that the testing facilities have to receive um, for, you know, like MMTCs, they have to be GMP certified. And Yeah, on, on, the, on the testing side, the first um, and probably one of the most important um, accreditations is your ISO accreditation, ISO 1025. And um, that, that ISO accreditation is an international standard. And pretty much it shows that you're competent in running the instruments that you have in the building and that your instruments can actually detect the level, whether it be PPM or PPB in certain instances for certain analytes um, within the products that are being tested. What we see a lot in the industry is um, people putting non-detected. And what happens with, in that regard is it, 
just because it's not detected doesn't mean it's not in the product. If your instrument isn't capable of reaching parts per billion in certain instances, the, there might be a, a chemical inside of that product that's harmful for someone, but the fact that your instrument isn't calibrated or the method hasn't been validated or you're just running an old instrument, um, that in, in essence jeopardizes the safety of the patients consuming the product. So we encourage um, patients when they call our office to go on the ISO website, International Standard Organization, to it's public information. So you can look up the companies and the labs um, that are on the reports that you're receiving from the MMTCs or from CBD companies to verify that their accreditation is up to date. And um, this is what I would say for a patient standpoint, the first step in validating that the data that you're receiving on these reports is actually accurate and the lab is competent in the information that they're putting out. Yeah, very, very important. Um, so the ISO standard, that, that sounds like that's the, the one that basically, if I can put it into layman's terms, you like, um, your equipment is functioning how it is or how it's supposed to be. And you can actually test and find the items that you're claiming to. Um, that, that is correct. Okay. Yeah. And then one of the things as well within the ISO is proficiency testing. Um, some laboratory, um, industries, you know, could, um, they, they don't have proficiency testing required as often as they should. And the reality here is proficiency testing can cost $10,000, $15,000 just to do one round of proficiency tests. And we pride ourselves on doing these proficiency tests at least twice a year. So it's an additional, you know, twenty dollars to $30,000 expense on the lab side to produce these proficiency tests. But we take it a step further with the proficiency that we do. And that proficiency is not only um, in-house, but that proficiency is done against other cannabis labs across the U.S. So it pretty much stacks you up against the other labs um, across the U.S. who are the best in the space. And then based on the results that you put out from these proficiency tests, you're awarded different badges. Um, I believe that Evio Florida is the only lab in the state of Florida that has all eight proficiency tests um, and badges, gold badges for each one of those proficiencies. Um, and we pride ourselves on these. We try to educate the public on the importance of proficiency testing. Um, don't get me wrong. It, you know, the, most labs don't want to spend, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars doing these proficiency tests. But the reality is, is when you're dealing with patient medication, is, is there really another option there? I mean, in my opinion, there isn't you either operate at the highest level to ensure patient safety. And, you know, we were confident in the fact that you know, this proficiency testing is really what separates us from, from other labs, amongst other things. But the proficiency testing is our way to tell the public, listen, we're, you know, the, each badge is stamped with a year and it says fall or spring on it. So, you know, you see some labs that are using these badges on their websites from 2016. So it's, you know, you're putting it out there, you're misinforming the consumer. You know, the reality is, is do the right thing. If you're in the space, do the right thing, spend the money you know, and, and make sure that ultimately patients, uh, you know, are, are safe by providing the highest level of testing in the industry. Yeah, that's very important. Um, and I would really like to see all the rest of the testing labs adhere to the same standards uh, from the patient as myself. I don't really see there to be a reason 
if there's equipment out there that can see parts per billion that everyone isn't looking at it in parts per billion because uh I, I Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. Register for an early bird discount now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Cannabis industry professionals want to gain some new leads and get premier brand exposure. This is your opportunity. NCIA's Cannabis Caucus are coming this month to San Francisco, Los Angeles, Denver, Lansing, Michigan, and Philadelphia. Register today using promo code CANNABISRADIO20 to take 20% off at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Sponsorship opportunities available. Register today. So the difference between, I think, parts per million and parts per billion is a thousand? So based on the instruments, yeah, based on the instruments that are available in the industry. You can buy a lot of these instruments pre-owned, right? So if you buy something older, it might not even do parts per million. So to set up a lab to be in the parts per million, parts per billion, and then like some of the instruments that we have in, in our building do quarter parts per trillion, um, you know, there has to be a lot of attention to detail in the instruments that you select. So that's another reason why we partnered with Shimatsu because most of their instruments were able to, to test in parts per billion. So this is this is what obviously what's very important um, as far as being able to see as deep into the product as possible to tell the consumer, hey, listen, this is within your product, and then tell the client, hey, listen, your formulation has been getting better over time, you know, or, you know, on your concentrates, for example, you know, um, if you can't see parts per billion in certain items, I mean, the reality is is you're putting out the same product over and over again, and it might not be benefiting patients. Um, there might be you know solvent in there that might not hurt, you know, 90% of the population, but someone who's immunodeficient, you know, could essentially have a reaction to a solvent, can have a reaction to a microbial contaminant. Um, so again, seeing parts per billion, quarter parts per trillion is extremely important in this space. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, if you can see parts per billion, I'd much rather you see that. And I definitely don't want to just see non-detected because to put that into, um, kind of a more understandable thing when a lab report says not detected that just means a machine in most instances is probably not sensitive enough to even detect things and some machines don't see past parts per million so if it's something as small as parts per billion it will always be not detected which doesn't mean it wasn't there was that that good okay cool (laughs) yeah um let me let me look at my notes here because I had oh yeah the ISO certification 
y'all originally, I mean, y'all were the first ones to get it for sure in Florida. And uh, I noticed recently, like the numbers changed. What what does that mean? So there's a new um, accreditation out there. The original accreditation that we had was one zero one seven zero two five colon 2005. Um, these uh, regulations were actually just revised in 2017. And now the most up-to-date ISO accreditation would be the 17025 colon 2017. Um, we actually just completed our 2017 audit. And right now we are under executive review um, to get the final um, stamp of approval for the new um, accreditation. Nice. I have a question for you about uh, the thresholds that on the proposed limits and there's thresholds. Um, what I want everyone to know, there's thresholds that are set by the department of health for everything from pesticides, solvents. Um, I think different types of microbiologicals, uh, and then once you hit a certain level, it, you know, it fails. Um, how do you think our levels are compared to the rest of the industry? Um, I, personally think that some are really, really tight, and then some other ones should probably be um, a little stricter. Yeah, so I mean, again, we we were in favor with the majority of the Department of Health regulation that draft that was sent out. Um, we did provide them with our opinions on some of the um, analytes per se that were a little bit too strict um, based on what we've seen in other states. So we've made those recommendations to the department as far as those that were too strict. And then we saw some that were might've been a little bit too lenient. So again, we provided our opinions based on patient safety. And that was really the only factor um, that made us uh, really make these recommendations to the department. Uh, other labs in the state uh, are probably making their recommendations based on you know, profit. Um, our motto at Ebio Labs is putting patients before profit. And we've taken that, and you, I mean, you've been to our facility, you've seen the amount of money that we've invested in this business, and there was nothing um, that we were, you know, we invested or, or, or did half, half willingly um, to save on cost. So, you know, the reality is, is there are some limits that need some work um, for the best interest of the patients. And I believe the department I'm hoping the department will see that through and, and make sure that those uh, changes take effect for the better safety uh, of the public, for sure. Right on. Um, do you see any of the same issues that we've noticed in other states as testing regulations come online and get fairly strict? And what I mean by issues, uh, for those of y'all who aren't familiar with it, there's been a lot of recalls in states like Michigan. Uh, when I worked in Washington, products got recalled a lot, and that's good. That's actually what the system's designed to do is catch things if there's issues. And I believe in California, when they just came online, when they first started testing, maybe like 20% of certain products were uh, failing. Yeah, I mean, so in, in that regard, I would say most of our customers, I mean, we're testing now or we've tested for 11 of the 14 growers, realizing some of them don't have product yet to be tested. Um, however, I think from where we started to where we are today, I would say most of the MMTCs have improved their formulations, right? And I believe that most of them are doing, you know, the right thing and 
spending the time in, in getting these products right. Um, so for us, we're getting our customers, you know, prepared um, or prepping them for the worst and, and, and hoping for the best, right? You know, so we're, we're operating our business now based on the draft rules to encourage our customers to reach those levels of detection. Um, and again, I, I think this is going to be the best bet. I, I don't think anybody wants these regulations to drop and then production to be halted or, um, you know, ultimately it affect patients' access to medications. So I think um, we're, we're doing the right thing by encouraging our clients to reach those detection limits to date. And um, I don't, foresee having any issues going forward with any, you know, of these MMTCs not reaching certain limits. But again, not everybody's playing by the same set of rules. Not everybody is testing um, with ISO accredited labs or labs that are AOAC. That's something that we didn't talk about either. Um, we just finished going through our um, AOAC accreditation with edibles coming around the corner. Um, AOAC, for those that don't know, um, is essentially the, uh, they are, the focus of food safety, right? So calibration and validation, um, it's something that's done internal, uh, but it's also requ required by, by the Department of Health to have this AOAC accreditation. But what, what, Amer what the AOAC does is provides us with some internal traceability for all edibles, right? So they deal in multiple different arenas. It could be food, they deal in beverages and soil and water. They also work in pharmaceuticals. So AOAC is another organization. They're an international organization, just like ISO, um, but it's specific to chemists, microbiologists, and um, again, it's more geared towards the food safety. So if we're going to have edibles come online, something that we just started, uh, the reason why we partnered with uh, getting an AOAC accreditation um, was to provide stability testing. So when we make a brownie or a cookie, um, or a Rice Krispies treat or any product, we can actually tell the consumer, hey, listen, this is the set expiration date for this product. We can't now just start making a bunch of edibles and, you know, someone forgets about it, leaves it in their cupboard, and six months later, they come back and eat the cookie and nothing happens. They have no medicinal relief. Well, why is that? You lose the integrity of your potency. You lose the integrity or some type of microbial contaminant with a product sitting there over time. Um, I mean, we've seen on the CBD side, people who submit gummies and the next day we start seeing different type of microbial contaminants. Um, not everybody, again, is operating their businesses at a GMP level. So having this AOAC accreditation um, is extremely important from a food safety standpoint. And um, this is something that we, we uh, just finished going through our AOAC accreditation as well. And we should have that um, finalized, I would say, in the coming weeks. But stability testing is extremely important on the edible side of, of our industry, again, to ensure patient safety on those products that are consumed. Yeah, 100%. Um, Monday in Lake Mary is the Department of Agriculture's rulemaking workshop on edibles. I, I've spoke to other labs, and a lot of them are sitting around kind of waiting for rules to get promulgated before they get things in gear. If rules, let's say in a hypothetical world, if edibles rules were done, finished, into law, Department of Ag and OMMU, and they allowed sales to happen um, next Wednesday, would Evio be prepared to be able to provide the testing that the 
MMTCs need? A hundred percent. I mean, this is goes back to when we got into the industry in 2013. Um, we haven't waited in any regard as we started our company to wait for any direction from the Department of Health as to how we wanted to roll out certain programs within our business and um, having stability chambers and shelf life testing was something knowing that edibles were going to come online. Um, if you don't lead by example, sometimes these things don't happen. You know, so if there's not a company out there who could provide these services, then guess what happens? These edibles just go out to market hypothetically without any type of testing or oversight on them. Um, so again, we, we're trying to lead by example here and provide a service again to ensure patient safety. And you know, all the MMTCs in the state, to my knowledge, have been notified that we have this services. Some have already started using our services for stability testing. But it goes back to you know, having regulation is extremely important. I mean, not everybody's operating again by the same set of rules. Some people test more than others. Some don't test at all. And it blows my mind to see that not everybody is you know operating at the same level. So again, we encourage our customers to do so. Um, we do everything that we can in our power to encourage them to, 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 to do as much testing as possible. Again, I mean, there's tons and tons of products being sold in the state on a monthly basis. And we see the reports out every month. And as it seems now, uh, it doesn't, it seems like a small fraction of that product being sold is being tested. So the sooner these regulations can be implemented, um, the safer patients will be able to medicate with products and know that their products are tested and know that, you know, there, there is a system in place that is 100% behind the patient and, and, and the safety of these products that they're consuming. Wow. You know what? You have easily caused me to not have to ask like half of my questions. You're so awesome with like a wealth of information. I really appreciate it. This is why I'm so glad to have had you come on. Um, what like man you, you know you kind of touched a nerve um nothing that you said but just an, an issue that was highlighted and i'm a patient and i ask for test results from certain mmtcs i'm not going to name drop anyone and they do they won't they won't give them to me and i've even had one mmtc tell me that i mean they straight up told me they don't test the products so not speaking for every, it blows every it just blows my mind though that like um it's not a bigger concern of people but I, that's why i'm glad to have you on here and other experts to explain the importance of getting this stuff tested because especially with concentrates when you concentrate something you're concentrating all the good and the bad sure i mean listen the reality is is my business partner owns a technology company and we've implemented so much technology into our business that we've never, I mean, no one who's been in the cannabis space in the testing space has seen the amount of technology that we've implemented to make things easy for our customers um, to the extent where we have QR codes in our reports, you know, and our QR codes actually land to a certain page with actual data in them. You know, we're not just showing QR reports, you know, <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing, but I no, because I've seen the most ridiculous <laughs> things that people try and pass off. That's why I'm laughing. For those of you not yeah. listening, <laughs> I mean, you'll see photoshopped things and 
it's 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 crazy. I mean, and we do everything to tell our customers, hey, listen, there are certain landmarks to look for on our reports that verify that our reports are real. But back to the technology portion of, of, of what I was um, explaining a few minutes ago was, you know, we're creating an environment for our customers to make it extremely easy for them to post their results so that patients can have access to them. And the majority of our customers love the idea, are going through the process now to take this information that we've provided them with and post it on their websites or post it on, on, on a third-party website so that customers do have access to this. So not everyone, again, is you know doing the same and, and trying to ensure or give the, the, uh, the patient all the information that they need when purchasing their products. Um, but I can tell you that there is a buzz within the license holders to do the right thing. And a lot of them have engaged our services to help them through this process to put this information out there for them. So um, we're hoping here now when the regulations drop, most of these MNTCs will be able to roll out these programs that we've been working on to, uh, to put this out to the public so they can have access to these results. Yeah, that's awesome. I, you know, I like to look at the results, uh, specifically the terpenes and see all the different terpenes because I'm a firm believer that, you know, the different terpenes are what's modulating all of the different effects from strain to strain that with the minor cannabinoids. And I'm trying to figure out which terpenes work the best for me, which is why I think the MJ Buddy app is a great thing, and everyone listening to the Marijuana Solution should go on the App Store, uh, whether you have the iPhone or Android, go to the corresponding one and download it and give it a try. And let us know what you yep. think about it. I will have a link in the description, so if you don't know how to use the App Store, just look in the description of this podcast right now and click it. Very soon, Robert, we're going to have on the MJ Buddy website, um, we're going to be offering something called um, a DNA test. It's from Endocana Health, which is a large provider of DNA. Um, it's kind of, To give you an idea, it's like a 23andMe, um, but this is specific to cannabis and to your endocannabinoid system. And so what we're doing is we've partnered with them to be able to provide DNA kits to people. They'll swab their mouth or another method of uh, providing that that um DNA profile from a patient, submit it, we'll run it through our database, find out what, you know, endo, what, what um, different cannabis or cannabinoids would probably work best for those patients and give that information back to them based um, with the information data that we have from MJ Buddy and allow patients to have a better starting point. Um, I, I come across a lot of patients um, on a weekly basis who tell me, listen, we spent $300 last month, I bought a ton of pro different products and I really didn't get the relief I was looking for. So, you know, and we have a lot of um, indigent patients as well in South Florida who don't have the ability to spend $100, $200 on, uh, on different products to then find out that it didn't work for them. We have a lot of elderly community, um, a lot of people in the elderly community who are purchasing products and aren't getting relief. So really MJ Buddy is, gonna, is, is, is our way of giving back to the industry, providing all this data back to the industry at no charge to the patient, no charge to the physician, no charge to the research institutes, um, but it's our way of giving back to them to give them a better starting point. I mean, there's nothing worse than getting a doctor who signs up on the registry, starts seeing patients in his office, and a patient comes in with Crohn's, and they're like, okay, perfect. You need to take this amount of milligrams this many times a day. Good luck. Well, then the patient goes into a dispensary, and the patient, or the patient advocate in the dispensary says, 
oh, well, this is what they might have sent you for, but this is what's on sale, right? This is not how you treat a patient. So there needs to be more collaboration with the patient advocates and the, and the patients coming into the dispensary. And we're hoping that MJ Buddy can provide a better starting point so the patient can come into the dispensary with their own set of knowledge and ask the right questions, look for the right chemical profiles, and actually start having some type of relief and getting the guesswork out of medicating with cannabis. Yeah, that's, um, you know, something that comes up a lot when I'm in the dispensaries and especially, uh, especially for, you know, newer patients that are new to cannabis, something like this can, can help out a lot and really cut through a lot of that trial and error. And I think the, the longer we go and the deeper we can dig through data, the better it's going to be, obviously. And y'all are playing a great role. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I want people to see MJ Buddy as like the people's app, right? This is an app that we've made for the patients and for consumers of, of cannabis products. And we want their feedback. You know, we want to know what you want to see. We want to know what you feel, um, you know, as, as a data point that you need to, you know, get you in the right, get you on the right path. You know, so we're, we're always listening to our, our users, you know, feel free to, you know, email us at info at mjbuddy.com. Um, and we're constantly updating the app. We're constantly making changes to the app. I mean, we're into the app for a significant amount. It's been a significant investment into this app to provide this tool at no charge to patients who are, are you know, and physicians who actually need this. And, um, you know, we're really happy with, with, with the product that we have. And we're really happy with the, the feedback that we're getting from patients. And we just want everyone to know that we are listening and we're making those changes to to make the app, you know, a great resource for anybody who's starting to medicate with cannabis, for anyone who's thinking about medicating with cannabis. Um, so, I mean, we really want to make sure that um, we can change the way we medicate with cannabis and, and, you know, having these, you know, high tech state of the art labs is providing us with, you know, accurate and reliable data to push this back out to patients. Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. Register for an early bird discount now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Cannabis industry professionals want to gain some new leads and get premier brand exposure. This is your opportunity. NCIA's Cannabis Caucus are coming this month to San Francisco, Los Angeles, Denver, Lansing, Michigan, and Philadelphia. Register today using promo code CANNABISRADIO20 to take 20% off at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Sponsorship opportunities available. Register today. You know, speaking of reliable data, and I saw some 
badass equipment that you posted on your Instagram feed, and that was for the stability testing. Um, can you Correct. kind of go over again? It, I don't know that we went into it too great detail, like what exactly that does and why that's important um, for the edibles. Because I, I, it's the first that I've seen in, in a lab in cannabis, and I've toured a lot of labs. So hopefully this is a, a new trend, because I was actually surprised once I found out what those were that I hadn't seen them in a lot of labs that I worked at in Washington. Yeah, so I mean, we do different types of um, stability testing. So we do an accelerated stability test, and then we do a long-term shelf life test. So stability can be anywhere from three months to six months. And what we're looking for is degradation of, of different cannabinoids in the product. We want to confirm that there's no microbial contaminants that generate from a product sitting there at different humidity. Um, so on the stability side, that's kind of, you know, we're looking for cannabinoids. We're looking for microbial contaminants. Um, these samples are pulled out um, weekly, monthly, depending on the structure for that particular study. But we, you know, we'll have... Let's just to give you an idea, we can have eight different cookies, right, from multiple batches, and we take them out on a weekly or monthly basis, and we test them for a full panel. We test them for microbial, we test them for cannabinoids, and then we provide this data back to our customers to let them know, listen, this for stability, your product is going to have this amount of CBD, this amount of THC for this amount of time, right, whether it be six months, whether it be a year. And right now, when we make these products, there's so many variables when um, these growers are formulating their products um, that vary from batch to batch. So the importance of having stability chambers is extremely um, important for the consistency of this product going forward. You know, if you go and buy a cookie, you want to be able to come next month and buy the same cookie and have the same effect. You don't want to buy a cookie from a different batch and all of a sudden you have a different outcome. So stability testing is extremely important in that regard. And then shelf life testing can be from 12 to 24 months. Um, again, it's the same type of testing that we're doing for cannabinoids, full panels, microbial testing. But the difference here is we want to put expiration dates on these products. You know, if a product is going to sit around in, in a dispensary for six months, we want to be able to say, hey, listen, it's a best buy date or an expiration date of X, right? And, um, you know, right now it's extremely expensive to run stability testing and not all the... Um, cannabis growers across the country are operating with labs that have this type of equipment or can provide this type of service. Um, but again, we're trying to be the gold standard of a cannabis lab. This is what a cannabis lab should look like. If people are medicating with this product, why shouldn't we operate at a pharmaceutical quality or a pharmaceutical grade? You know, why should cannabis be any different? So this is our mentality into testing in Florida. And I think we're, we're obviously, um, you know, we're very blessed and very proud of being the gold standard. And again, we're leading by example here. So this probably won't be the, you know, the last big investment we make into this lab um, to continue to push technology um, with an outcome of safety um, for the patients. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm really glad that we have, you know, such strong, powerful voices trying to push forward the right things and make sure that the Florida industry stays above board and sets the standard for quality and excellence because I think we have the ability to do so, especially with state-of-the-art labs like Epio Labs. For any of y'all that haven't had a chance to check it out, go to 
my social media page on Florida marijuana. That would be facebook.com forward slash Florida dispensaries. Um, you can't search for it because it's shadow banned, but if you put that in, it will take you right to the page. Or on Instagram, I'm Florida underscore marijuana, and I have a video on there. You'll have to scroll down pretty far, but it shows all of this different equipment they have, and it is all state-of-the-art, the best that is available. And, I mean, it looks like something out of, like, a Mission Impossible movie when you go into to y'all's lab. I mean, it is so pristine and clean, and I know that y'all, you know, put a real big focus on maintaining a really clean environment. Can you kind of tell everyone real quick, just so they know how, you know, like how down yeah, we, to the very detail y'all went to make sure like things like microbials aren't an issue. I mean, the paint, the floors. Yeah. I mean, people, people are shocked, but I mean, the reality is the floors that we have in the office spaces here are antimicrobial with floors. So we spent $99 a gallon on antimicrobial paint on the walls for the entire facility. Inside the lab, you have, you know, GMP quality, um, a, a GMP quality type lab. Um, with polypropylene walls and ceilings and epoxy flooring with xylene coating. I mean, we really went to the highest level to create a, a, a lab that had never been seen before in cannabis. I mean, the amount of money we invested in instruments um, is what allowed us to reach, you know, over 35,000 samples we tested in 2018. You know, and, and something that we've done recently within the last few months, you know, we had a lot of customers you know, on the MMTC side and then on the CBD side that just, you know, wanted to test potency. And we pretty much told our customers, listen, this is not in the best interest of the patients who are medicating with these products, whether they are medicating with CBD products in Florida or all across the country. Um, but we decided to take um, a different direction and, and advise those customers that we would no longer provide potency testing because they were misinforming patients. You know, different CBD companies were saying, oh, look, Evio Labs, you know, one of the best labs in the country they've cleaned, you know, they tested our product and our product is clean. And I saw a lot of misinformation going out there. So I felt that the best thing to do to ensure patient safety was to only allow customers to test with us to do full panel testing. So if you get a report from Evio Labs, it's going to be a full panel test. You're going to know what pesticides are in there, what solvents are in there, microbial contaminants, mycotoxins, you know, you're going to, you're, you're going to have your heavy metals, um, terpenes, if they request on your solvents and, and obviously your potency. So again, we put patients before profit and just told customers, listen, you know, if you want to do potency only, there's a lot of other labs out there that can provide you with a potency only result, but we're going to focus our energy on providing full panel results for those companies that want to do the right thing and provide the right type of information to their patients. That's what it's all about. Transparency and putting the patients first and then the profits will come. I try and tell people that, you know, if you do the right thing in business, you're not going to have to worry about making money because people will be happy to do business with you. And, oh, you know, that's like the best model for success. Just do the right thing and have a fair price and people will, you know, be patrons of your business and they'll be happy for it. And it's better for everyone. The, you know, there's a lot of skepticism about the cannabis industry and the medical marijuana industry because of it coming from a black market into a gray market there's into the you know full legal market there's still a lot of black market activity i mean it's booming in florida and booming all around the country and people are 
you know, they're worried. They don't, they don't know what they're getting. And that's why having mandatory third party testing and labs that can meet all of these different proficiency standards, such as Evia labs are available and they provide this data. And we know that we're getting clean medicine and we're not, you know, inhaling a bunch of mold or residual solvents or pesticides and things like that. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's why one of the things we pride ourselves on is trying to educate the public through different media sources who reach out to us to do different stories. Um, we have a story coming, a three-part story coming up um, in the next few weeks with NBC. Um, but the reality is I'm trying to educate the public um, consumer on what to look for as far as labs, right? I mean, just because the MMTCs are selling products, you need to make sure that you're educated on the companies that are testing your products. And I always tell them, you know, when it comes to ISO, um, again, it's public information, but always look for a company when they put their ISO accreditation out there, look for, the, for their number. Every time you get an ISO accreditation, you get, you know, a five-digit number, and that should be promoted along with the ISO accreditation. So if you see a company that says that we're ISO certified or ISO compliant, that doesn't exist. Either you're ISO accredited or you're not. And those, you know, our accreditation number is 97164. Um, you can go on the ISO accreditation website, type in the, the, those number 97164 and look up our accreditation and any other lab in the state of Florida or in the U.S. should have an accreditation number and encourage consumers to look for those numbers as well to verify their accreditation. Um, but it's really important. I mean, this is kind of like your badge of honor, something that people should be proud of. And when you see labs that are tap dancing around saying that they're accredited and providing that their accreditation number, it just goes to show you the type of companies that are operating. And the reality is there's no reason to not be transparent in the lab industry. You know, be transparent, show everybody as much as you can. You know, one thing that we pride ourselves on, if a, if a customer fails, we provide all the data necessary for them to see why this product failed. So just a simple, hey, sorry, I didn't pass. It doesn't work that way. You need to provide the cons your customer with all that information so that, you know, we can fix that problem going forward. If we constantly fail different customers, the patient's suffering, the products aren't getting better, and nobody wins. So, you know, this is this is kind of the mentality within our organization. We're, we're more of a, you know, a partner in this and trying to help CBD companies and the licensed marijuana growers in the state of Florida put out the best product because if we can get the best product out on these shelves, you know, these patients are really going to benefit from it. And ultimately, it's going to change the way um, these people can go about living their lives on a day-to-day -day basis. A hundred percent. And Florida is having more and more people come into the program than any other program in history. So there's lots of people whose lives are going to be changed for the better. And, you know, doing the right thing is the most sustainable long-term business model. And it's the right thing to do. That's why it's called the right thing to do, folks. So, I am well past time, have taken up too much of your time. Look, there's literally the alarm going off for my final, like, you need to let Chris go because you've had him on too long. <laughs> I really appreciate uh, everything that you're doing, Chris, and your team. You've got a great team at Evio Labs and, you know, expanded up here to Gainesville in my hometown, and we're very thankful for the role that you guys and girls play in the industry and helping keep it above board and, you know, just setting the bar really high for the rest of the country to follow. 
that's what we're here for. And again, you know, we're blessed and we're excited to be in this space and, you know, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to um, change anything that we're doing. We're going to continue leading by example. And, and again, you know, providing some of the best results in, in the industry. So again, I, I thank you for your time. Thank you for letting me on. And, um, you know, I, I, I would love to come back on again when the regulations drop and give you guys an update on where we're at. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, real quick before we let you go, the marijuana solution would love to know how everyone can follow Evio Labs and where they can, um, you know, follow up with you guys on social and the website and things of that nature. Yeah, so on, on Instagram, it's Evio Labs Florida. And on Facebook, it's um, Evio Labs. And there's a Fort Lauderdale and a Gainesville location that you can follow us on on that website. Um, you know, we're constantly posting new technologies that we're putting up on the site and trying to keep the patients up to speed with the advances that we're making into the space to, again, to ensure patient safety in the, in the sunshine state. So um, you can always reach us at info at eviolabsfl.com and, um, or info at mjbuddy.com. And, you know, our phone number is on Google. You can feel free to call our lab if you have any questions. We're more than willing to help people understand some of the questions you might have on COAs, um, whether they be ours or someone else's. It's irrelevant for us. We're just here to be a, a wealth of knowledge and try to provide patients with the most information so that they can make the right decisions on the medications that they're taking. Excellent. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and announce it right now in the Marijuana Solution because one of those routes of medication is going to be smokable flour here pretty soon in Florida. And the next guest is going to be Senator Jeff Brandes to speak about the bill that he just filed, which would allow smokable cannabis. And that's what I would just like to let everyone know, the marijuana solution. Make sure to follow Evio Labs. They are the leading testing lab in the country, in my opinion, by far in Florida. That's the one that you want to follow. They put out a lot of great information, as Chris was saying, and can really help you uh, cut through a lot of the scientific mumbo jumbo that's hard to decipher for people like me. And they, they really do a great job of educating. And thank you, Chris. I look forward to having you back on again and hope you have a great rest of your day. Likewise. Thanks, man. We'll talk soon. All right, bud. Bye. Oh, well, oh, well, I'll the Star Wars Solution. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.